Hi there, Giel here, a new episode of Can You Feel It? Talking with the Dutch founding fathers of electronic dance music. Some great response about the last show with the laid back look. Any new names came in, thank you so much, appreciate that. And uh, if you check this on YouTube, leave a comment. And if you check it on iTunes, uh, take some time to get us a great rating. Thank you so much. Today in the show, oh man, he's a great guy and he's a real pioneer in trance music. Ferry Corsten, talking about his own productions, how he made punk, for example. Uh, and hmm, he has a great opinion about this new era with all the new sample packs and new software. And what is his new goal? It's pretty interesting. So check it out. Enjoy. Ferry Corsten. Can you feel it? Feel it? Can you feel it? It's the music of millions of people all over the world. Electronic dance music. In Holland, we call it house music. It was my history. It was my youth. These were my records. Who am I? I'm Giel Beele, a Dutch radio DJ. And I want to share and explore my musical history with you, together with the biggest DJs. As you probably know, most of them come from Holland. Why is that? This little country in the west of Europe. And how did they all start? Can you feel it? The story of a Dutch DJ from the bedroom to the festival. Check this out. This is going to be a dance trip down memory lane. Hi there, thanks for listening and uh, welcome Ferry Korsten. Hey, uh, thanks man, thanks for having here me. here in your uh, studio. Yeah, uh, <laughs> my, uh, my, I always call it like the hobby room. Yeah, that's what it is. It's yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. a lot of instruments of course and it's, it's a really small room actually. Yeah, it's not big, It's uh, but you know, it's, it's nice to have like a... Like a so like a an environment around you that you know gives you the feeling of you you being sort of like sheltered, being hugged, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and instead of like a massive room. And is so, the orange thing is that because of uh, Holland or? Uh? Yeah, <laughs> especially now, right? We just had King's Day, yeah. so I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm a very nationalist uh, guy. No, no, no. Um, the orange thing is, um, I did when I when I put the studio together. Uh, the guys who built it, they said like, okay, what kind of color do would you want on the walls? Right? Yeah. They said, oh, I, I love the natural color, like wood and stuff. And yeah. So that's what you see here as well. But then the, the orange thing is, um, uh, if, if you if you look up like what colors do to you, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, what the, every color has a meaning, and and also they. Apparently they they do stuff with yeah, your brain. Yeah, I know blue is friendly. Yeah, and red so, is danger. Yeah, so I, I believe orange of uh, yeah orange was sort of like inspiration. Okay. Yeah, so that's why I put this here and uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's, 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 it's given me a lot of inspiration yeah. over the years. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, our native language is Dutch, but but for this podcast we'll speak English or yeah. at least I will try. Um, but just for our Dutchies, a uh, little uh, onderontje. Ja, een klein onderzoek. Heel veel. Eet je nog wel eens boerenkool met worst? Heel, heel af en toe. Ja. Heel af en toe. Maar eerder de worst dan de boerenkool. Ja, ja. Wat <laughs> praat je nog veel Nederlands? Ja, 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 mijn vrouw is Filipijns. Ja, ja. Dus ja, ik, het is altijd wel een beetje zijn, zijn half-half taal. Maar, Want dan praten jullie Engels? Ja, een beetje half-half. Ah, ja, okay. Dat gaat door elkaar heen. En mijn kinderen ook, die switchen van de ene Nederlandse zin halverwege ineens uh, to English. En dan, telling that he's just switching at home. As well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, let's start with uh, DEDM, the earliest dance memory. The earliest dance memory. Uh, because, well, you were a DJ uh, before house music was invented, actually. I was, yeah, well, the, 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 for me, the DJ thing came, came later. I was always sort of playing around with music. And, uh, you know, for me, the, the real early moment, the, the earliest moments I can think of 
was when Ferry Mart has his had his soul show. Yeah. You know, Ferry Mart was was this radio, this famous radio DJ in the late seventies, early eighties. But he played more disco. Yeah, it was yeah. like his soul show was yeah. was the the music I I got introduced to when I was a kid, around nine, ten years old, and um, but it was so fresh to me and different because they it was a specialized radio show where they they played the disco stuff and yeah. and so like maybe maybe a bit of like that more like in the in in, in featured elements in the show they played this electronic hip hop africa mabata that yeah, kind of stuff yeah, okay. and um uh so i was and and one of the features in that show was this mix um that listeners could send in which was like a block of 15 minutes and the was cha- it the bond van doorstarters the bond van doorstarters yeah, yeah. Oh, right. and the challenge was to put as many tracks as possible yeah. in into that 15 minutes and not like your dj mix but like an edited mix from yeah. you know reel to reel tape the first samplers all all of that stuff and that for me was wow that was like you know okay so and that's so you you tried that on your own as well yeah that's how i started okay. i i had like a neighbor that back in the day that was slightly older than me who had his first turntables and stuff and i as a kid you know i was looking at him and he 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 showed me that and i was like oh this is what i want so yeah i started saving up money washing cars yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh was able to buy my first turntables with snare yeah so i i i was um i learned how to to mix records not with a pitch control the, those no. turntables had no pitch control wow. just by pushing and or slowing down yeah, yeah, the track yeah, 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 that i was yeah. mixing oh. in yeah and um then i saw ben Lebrand yeah on tv once and he was explaining how he did the lo- the loops with yeah. tape yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that whole thing for me was actually my sort of uh the instigator for me to to do what i'm doing now yeah and and uh, do you still remember the music when well you first were involved with house music because that was a bit later then yeah i mean i started going out to to clubs when i was about six somewhere between 16 18 yeah and the first music that was that was really coming up then was sort of like hip house okay you know fast eddie and all that stuff yeah 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 yeah. yeah. so that was my first introduction to that type of music and soon after that when i started going out a bit more it was 808 state cubic yeah. uh homeboy hippie funky dread total confusion total, total, confusion. total confusion that's the <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. and then slowly you know i'm being from rotterdam so Parkzig became a thing this was really before just before the whole big gabber thing exploded yeah yeah, yeah. parkson was playing this was playing this darker type of stuff i can't even put a name on it no. and nighttime on the other hand you know which was the more clubby type of thing and and that that became my uh yeah my 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 yeah my home in yeah, a way. yeah 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 so you went there as a visitor but uh, yeah. during that time you were buying records as well i was buying records i uh, i met some guys that you know um had this, that had the same interests and um and and started making mixtapes and that make, one of those mixtapes ended up at uh in someone's hands who one of my friends who had a tiny little studio with like a sampler and the first cubase on atari and um and so we started you know fooling around yeah. in the studio and before we knew it we had like our first track that um but but okay now yeah. are you going really fast because i can imagine that before you went to the studio you were uh, playing as a dj already no no, no, well, no. hobby hobby dj yeah, yeah. bedroom dj as i yeah, say yeah yeah, yeah. So I, not even a gig no that was just really my hobby um always always as soon as i came home from school yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, back in the corner 
And uh, when I <laughs> so so yeah. your own productions were actually the start of your DJ career then. Yeah, I started as a, I started as a producer. Okay. You know, I first had my my career going uh, with producing music and uh, releasing records. And it was only later when I started having success in the UK yeah. with some of my tracks that I was asked to come over and and, and play as a DJ. I mean, I I, I played in Night Town maybe three times. You okay. know, just as a, as a thing, which was my for you, it was big. Yeah, yeah the, the yeah. ultimate. <laughs> yeah. So, but what what was the first actually System F? Um, my first, no, no, my first release with the other guys was yeah. uh, was on Hit House Records. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, which was uh, Sons, uh, no, Spirit of Adventure. It was called Spirit of Adventure. And. Um, it's actually, uh, I came up with that name because I was watching TV and uh, it was about Greenpeace. And I think Spirit of Adventure was the, the name of the, the flagship of Greenpeace. <laughs> I was right. like, that's cool. I'm okay. going to read that. Anyway, so yeah, that was the first release on, on Hit, uh, Hit House. Yeah. Uh, so many releases later on all kinds of labels. Then I started my own imprint. And, um, okay. and just before that, I think the, my first radio success, minor radio yeah. success, was uh, um, Don't Be Afraid by Moonman. Yeah, 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 that was yeah. the first one, and that also that track also became sort of my little blueprint for what was coming later with System F yeah, and yeah, all the okay. other stuff. Yeah, and 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 well, during that time, then you started as a DJ. Can you still remember the first DJ gig? So it was Night Town, I guess. Then, uh, yeah, DJ gig definitely before all the the, the yeah. music came out was Night Town, um, but based on. You know the success of yeah. System F and me DJing, DJing sort of, uh, all of a sudden, so sort of like globally, uh, was definitely in the UK, and I'm I'm still sort of like tossing. Is it is it the tunnel in Glasgow or was it uh, like some club in London? Okay. I'm not sure anymore, but okay. it was really like yeah. <laughs> and you know, for me, DJing in the UK was it was immense because I came from this culture here, yeah. where we had a culture where the DJ was in a corner. And we were all hanging out with your friends on the dance floor, and no one really minded the DJ. No. You know, it was it was about the music, but it was not about the superstar that the was DJ there. The DJ was even on the same level. Yeah, yeah. So it was not, not really. On the stage. No. Yeah. So it was not really about that. And coming from that culture, and then doing your first gigs in the UK, where it was, where everyone was facing the DJ. The DJ were already stars. Over yeah. There. Yeah. You know, yeah, okay. it's just hands up, and you know, in the breaks, and yeah, and. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, that was just a culture shock. What's happening? Complete yeah, culture yeah, shock. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, <laughs> plus they had these, um, you know, the turntables were were sort of like uh, suspended in ribbons. Yeah. So they were floating. Yeah. You know, and and some of the mixers they they had no faders. They had the dials. Oh. The rotary mixers. Oh. So that was just like, for me, like like I said, complete culture culture yeah, shock. Yeah, but yeah. I I I guess I jumped into the in in the deep right into the deep. As we say, yeah, deeper yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Dutch, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, wow, it's it set me it set me off. Really and and, and right what way. what what sort of person was Ferry Corsten then? I was a very shy and homey kid, honestly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I was still living at my parents' place. My my room was the attic. That's also where my studio was. I was sleeping, you know, surrounded by equipment. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, like I said, a very homey kid. I, I was happy with uh, going uh, going on vacation to Spain or something for maybe two weeks out of the year, and that was enough for me, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. and then within a time span of like uh, six months, it was just I was flying all over the world. And was it like a decision, or was there a moment you thought, "Hey, this is this is going to be my 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 job. I'm going to be a full time DJ." It it was so almost like an organic thing, you know yeah. how how that happened because I when I was a, when I was going out. And I was clubbing every every Saturday night. I was looking sometimes. I was looking at the DJ, Otto Molodijk at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, in Nighttown. And I was I looked at him. I was like, damn, that's really cool. I, I would love to do that, but it means I I would be working every Saturday. I don't want that <laughs> because you want to go out. <laughs> I don't want to work. Oh right. Yeah. So, but that's you know, the spirit. <laughs> yeah. So you know, and I heard the stories of certain DJs starting and having to clean up the toilets afterwards and, you know, yeah, and, yeah, and the yeah. bars and whatever. So, or part of the job, right? The DJ did not have that status yet. No. So I was like, no, I don't want that. I'm happy with producing music. And only when System F, you know, uh, had its breakthrough and, and the requests came in to, for me to play all of a sudden like, like the main sets at, at, the, at the, the super clubs mm-hmm. and festivals meant for me like, oh, I, I mean, I can skip that whole thing of cleaning toilets and and also I felt like you know what this is my this is my passion in yeah. the end you know why I, I should give it a go yeah. so let's let's try it out you know forward fast forward 20 mm-hmm. years and here we are and so, and 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 what were your family and and friends thinking they they were like my family especially my my my, my mom and dad you know my parents have been very very supportive ever since um from the beginning from the very beginning my okay. dad actually said like if you can find your passion in in music you know um then by all means go for it because mm. if that's your passion and you can make your career out of your passion means you will never be working in a, in you know you never see it as work it's no. always like you you wake up with a smile and you go to yeah, work that's yes great. yeah so it's because of him that i'm really you know that i that is really started to take this whole thing very seriously yeah and uh, and and yeah and their their open mindedness and their support and yeah they they've been awesome and yeah my friends as well they always said like you know too bad we don't really see you that often but hey man chase your dream go yeah. go for it we'll you know we'll 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 see you again when you slow down yeah so yeah they've been they've been very cool about it yeah. that's great and um, and 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 can you tell us a bit what was the scene like because well it all started so it was well like you say uh, the DJ had to clean at first and, <laughs> and yeah, how was it? I think you know I can only speak from my own experience, right? But but I think it was just um, everyone was just like there was like a, a, a sense of exploration going on. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone was like searching for that new thing. And I think when 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 I stumbled upon trends, what we yeah. later called trends, right? Yeah, yeah. That sound. That was when everyone was like, yes, you know. I mean, when I say everyone is Chesto. Armin, because yeah. we were all sort of like hanging out in similar groups uh, together in the record stores and stuff, okay, you know, yeah, yeah. All, always talking about music, Rank One, uh, who else was there, Carla Resort, like all these trans guys from yeah. Holland, we're all hanging out. And then System F came and that was like the aha moment for like, all of us like, okay, this is it, this is it. Yeah, let's yeah, go, yeah. right? And uh, yeah, that, that was I think, it. I think, uh, I don't know, but you know better, I, I think the whole uh, trans word wasn't even there when System F was released. I don't think so. It, it was I, all house music. Yeah, it, it, in general it was yeah. house. And whether it was piano house or breakbeat house yeah, or exactly. techno house or techno, yeah. it, you know. I don't think there were, in those days, there were not so many sort of like categories and Maybe genres, not, you no. know. And uh, it, was, 
it was that was a thing that came later. I don't know even know. I don't even know where that came from. Honestly, yeah. where trans the the word trans came from. Yeah. But uh, did you have the feeling? Oh, there's there's this new phenomena is going on because well now we look back and well we can say you and a lot of other Dutch guys DJs they made history, but I have no idea if you if you yeah if you were aware of that. Uh, during the beginning no I was not aware of that I, I mean to be honest I, I never really looked at it like that you know no. I was just doing my thing yeah, and yeah, I was just uh, you know one thing happened that led to the next and the next and in the meantime I was already creating new ways for other things to happen by just working on new music again so it was all one sort of big roller coaster of stuff happening yeah, yeah and, uh, out of the blue out of the blue yeah literally <laughs> it, it's you know <laughs> it, it went when out of the blue came out. After yeah. that, it was like clack, 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 and yeah. it just happened so fast. And yeah. and and do you still remember uh, the night, or I don't know where you where, where you made it? But but yeah, I remember because uh, I was still living at my parents' place. Yeah. And um, um, I remember when I well, I I was lucky because you see behind me here, there's the the, the Roland JP8000, yeah. which is um, sort of like a classic yeah a simulated yeah. Uh, Roland synth that's sort of like modeled after the Jupiter 8 yeah. and um, but it has this cool feature which is called the super saw so it's like a detuning of this yeah. of these two oscillators where you can just get get this really wide yeah, 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 synthy yeah. sound and I was one of the first in Holland to uh, to buy that synth and um, so therefore I guess I was you know lucky yeah, enough yeah. that I was able to find that super saw and use it in the way I did uh, in in out of the blue system F um, but it was when I when I played that riff and I did it with that sort of like I, when I programmed that arpeggiated sort of sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and I played with the filters. I I knew that that was very different from anything else that was okay. out there, you know. And um, uh, I had some friends come over and they listened to it like, wow, dude, this is amazing. This okay. is crazy. This is like, you know, when I'm uh, when I'm having a moment in the club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is what it feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so. Yeah, then then when that track was done, I mean, the name System F, I I, I didn't want to release it on the Ferry Corson because that was releasing under your own name at the time was not no. the thing, you know. No, no, no. So I, that's why I released it on the System F Ferry. Yeah. The way I was producing was very systematic, so that's where the name <laughs> okay. came from. Yeah, wow. System F out of the blue because it happened suddenly. Yeah. I landed my my hands on the right keys and there was a melody. So that that's that's what out of the blue is. But yeah, when I when I I finished the track. I knew this is very, very different. Yeah, so uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, during that time, it wasn't that well organized as it is nowadays. Mm -hmm. uh, what can you still remember about that? Um, yeah, it felt way more like the Wild West out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you could sometimes end up like arrive at a at a, at a party where. Where you were supposed to play, and the bouncer wouldn't let you in because you know <laughs> who are you? <laughs> who are you? I'm the DJ. Yeah, that's what they all say. Right? <laughs> so <laughs> oh, wow. you know, crazy stuff like that. Um, record companies that that try to rip you off oh, yeah. with impossible contracts. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, it's a uh, yeah, live and learn, I guess. Yeah, yeah. What was m one of the most memorable gigs in the beginning? There used to be uh, there used to be a festival in the UK called Homelands, mm -hmm. and uh, that was my f very first festival I've ever done. So yeah, for me that was still you know uh, like and, when and, I look and back at it. Do you know what year it is? This of? must be 
99 or 2000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, either 99 or 2000. So, yeah, yeah. but knowing where I came from, being very homey and then having these gigs here and there and all of a sudden being booked for Homelands, which was next to Creamfield, sort of like the festival yeah, in the yeah, UK. Yeah. doesn't exist anymore now, but um, that was a big thing for me. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. Yeah. And, and when did you realize, okay, this is big? Was that immediately after uh, Out of the Blue? It it started to basically um, sink in when Out of the Blue came out, and then after that, I started, you know, doing a, a few tracks with Tiesto on, on the Gorilla. Yeah, um, and those became big. Then I did one with Vincent Demore uh, called Carte Blanche. Yeah. that became big. And when I say it became big, all top forty in the UK. Then so some remixes that I did, you know, became top forty stuff. Then I got a request for. A Barbara Sadasha for strings, you know, for William, from William Morbid to remix that. That became massive, like uh, the, I think top ten as well yeah. in, in quite a few countries. Then I realized, like, hang on, this sound that I'm just doing with this big riff stuff is actually really doing something. <laughs> and then right after that, I got a request for you to New Year's Day. Yeah, you know, like okay, yeah, I think something's really then happening. You know, you're yeah. well. Yeah, and meantime, I was doing Inner City and started starting being booked for all these bigger festivals yeah. and and. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Started going to Australia, to Japan. Uh, first request from the US came in, or all that, all around at the same time. And 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 how was the well at first shy ferry uh, dealing with well getting famous? Yeah, I mean, I uh, I don't know. I, I I always like to look at myself as a very sort of like humble guy in a way, you know, mm-hmm. two feet on the ground, and I I kept that throughout. And yeah. I did the same thing as like always treat treat the people around you the way you want to be treated. So getting famous, I always dismissed the fame part a bit. Yeah, you know? okay. But but well, you see your your head on billboards. You see yeah, no, no, flyers. that was very that was very that was very strange in the beginning. Yeah, but I I never really took it too serious because no, no. I I always told myself like you know what happens on your way up will happen on the way down, it's, and that's that's a rule I've lived by you know mm-hmm. ever since. So yeah, it's. It's an it, you know, you're putting out music that people appreciate, and it starts. You start creating a following, and um, it it's it's interesting what uh, what music does when it leaves your studio, right? It starts having its mm. own life and and have starts making its impact around the world with in, in other people's lives. So yeah, because of that, you do become public domain. So accept that, yeah. right? And, yeah. and 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 so and and, and play with it. Yeah, so I mean, I've, I've always been very open to my fans and, you know, um, never really too sort of like shy or, or arrogant to step away and say like, oh, I don't want to have anything to do with it. No. It is part of what you do. If you put put out music and you put your face out there, yeah, that's what's that's yeah. what's happening. And um, on the other hand, I'm also not like a publicity whore, you know, <laughs> just to give it a name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, exactly what you mean. Yeah, so I'm just like, yeah, like I said, grounded. I yeah. do what I do, and whatever comes with the territory comes with the territory. But I'm I'm not feeding it over, no. over in an overdone way. No, yeah. no, 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 not with uh, famous girlfriends or. Uh, yeah, it's, it's all the crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, well, the funny thing is, uh, now you can. Well, you, you told me uh, just that out of the blue, you let it here to some friends, and now you make something in the studio, and the next day. Thousands of people will hear. Yeah, it's incredible. You know, it's just uh, the whole the whole social media thing and, and YouTube and yeah. Instagram and whatever. So, I mean, I, I could be working on something. I could actually work on a track and make it with my fans if I wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so like, hey, I have this riff. What do you guys think? And, and 
but I don't know, to a certain degree, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, during that time, uh, you mentioned, of course, you, <coughs> you had no idea. But now, well, you know you are one of the founding fathers. Yeah. How how does it feel? Yeah, cool. It's 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 great, you know. Um having been able to 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 get there with my passion. Mm-hmm. You know, something for me. Um yeah, put me there as a founding father of that music. At the same time I know that what I did, you know, with my passion has led to yeah, countless careers of other DJs. You know who were inspired by that, which is really, really cool. You know, yeah. it's. Um, I also have a lot of other people to thank for. You know, like like a Ferry Mart and yeah, and a Ben you know. and yeah. Head, so course, it's yeah. it's amazing to uh, to hand over the, the the torch, if you will, to other guys, or at least be a stimulus. You know, mm-hmm. to for other people to to do what they, whatever they do with what they took away from it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's cool. It's a, you know, it's. I'm proud in a way because that's what it, what that is what happened. Yeah. But but you're still busy, so you're yeah. not you're not looking back all the time. No, 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 no. And it's and it's an organic thing, yes. you know. It, that happened to you know that happened in a way. Um, it's not yeah. like I I I, you know I, uh, I I steered my career in such ways that I'm here now. No, you know, it, no, no. You know, it, so it, it, yeah, yeah, it's just it's just really cool that uh, that this is sort of like an organic sort of yeah. situation. Yeah. And uh, well, if you look back, uh, as I said, you are still uh, busy, of course, uh, well, uh, with a lot of great things. But uh, if you have to mention one of your highlights, what mm. what for you is definitely a highlight? Well, I, I yeah, out of the blue for yeah. sure, because that that is what really started my career. Yeah. Um, I, had a, I had quite a few. Punk was definitely one. Yeah. Uh, I think Rocky Body Rock and uh, was was one fire. Later on, yeah, we talk about music later, but but yeah, uh, but more uh, like a moment or a gig or, or yeah, maybe you were in a five star hotel, right, 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 looking right, right. Uh, at the view and thought, okay, man, uh, I made yeah, it. sure. Um, well, there was definitely one gig that I that I that I've done, which was uh, was like one of those wow moments, which was in um, in Jordan, in the desert, in okay. Wadi Rum, and it's uh, Wadi Rum is like this. This uh, amazing place. It's like the the soil, the 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 sand is all red. Okay. And um, it was outside. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah it's out, outdoors, it's close to uh, that that ancient site in Pe- uh, called Petra. Yeah. In, yeah, uh, in, wow. in, yeah, it's close by. Um, but at night, you know, they had these lights all around in in, in the caves and, and yeah. behind rocks. The place was sort of like surrounded by that. And when that lit up at night. Because of the red soil, oh. the whole place was like a glowing sort oh. of Martian landscape. It was just amazing. So you know, and I, I, I remember like when I was playing, I was like, "Look at me! I'm just in the middle of a freaking desert right now." Yeah. You know, surrounded by all these people Thousands and then people, this yeah. crazy sort of surroundings. And um, but yeah, there, there have been there have been quite a few. Uh, uh, you know, um, it's hard to really mention one really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But this was this, this, this is definitely one of them, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. yeah. And uh, on the other side, uh, what were some, well, bloopers? You know, of course, uh, especially maybe at the beginning where things weren't that well arranged. What was one of the, well, less successful moments? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I I I also live by, especially then, I live by trial and error, right? Yeah. So I mean, I make a track that. I think, ah, oh, I'm just do something different, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and it's it's completely 
tanked, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get like all the hate, the hate stories, oh, and, and yeah. boohoo, and how can you, and why not, and but yeah, at some point, hey, yeah, you know, I, it, you have to if you if you if you play safe all the time, yeah, it's just it gets boring, and um, so yeah, I, I had my certain tracks that people never really like. Even when I listen back to it, I'm like, what the hell were we what thinking? We, yeah, okay. <laughs> but hey, that's trial. Yeah, you know, and, and you live and learn as well. Yeah. Uh, technology, in a sense, like, yeah, back in the day, playing a gig and you, you pick up the wrong needle, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stuff course. like that happen, oh, happened many shit. times. Uh, with vinyl, it's not that bad even because you put, the, you, put that, you put that needle back where it was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the first CD players came. Yeah, and you then know, you, and you press it. it uh, and it takes like, you press the eject button and it's like, ching. Oh, Music stops, yeah. crowd goes off, ah, you know, and then it takes the CD player, Too long. doesn't care. No, no, takes no. forever to see, for the CD to come out, then you have to press it back in, but <gasps> it doesn't accept it right away, so it takes uh, time again, and then you have to go, it goes to... That point again? Yeah, not even back to the original, it's no. at the start of the track. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Man. Oh. So those were like, yeah, there was, those were definitely ones. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the moments that I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. But I mean, if, if there was one thing that I would have done differently in, about my career, and like I said earlier, it was everything I've done throughout has always, has always been a product of something, like a yeah. product of time or whatever. Like I said, early days, it wasn't, it was not, it was not the thing, or not cool to use your own name as your artist name. So hence all my pseudonyms yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. But that, if if I could have changed that, I, I would oh, have, yeah. I would have, from day one, would have released it as Ferry Corsten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, so then Guriella would have been uh, Ferry Corsten and Chesto. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead of this moniker uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. but uh, yeah it is what it, it is it was another time yeah like, exactly you mentioned uh, that people were uh, well almost uh, anger because of the track uh, you made that's i i think i hope that's from uh, from the past uh, of course you've got all those labels and genres but uh, it used to be very like oh no he's mellow and gab and not gabber <laughs> yeah. or he's trans so the and now, of course, the the well, the labels, the genres are there, mm-hmm. but I think everybody uh, is is more open minded nowadays in in um, which style it is. I I, I oh I like to think that oh, I no. like I, I wish it was that <laughs> okay. like that because I I know this really like you know when you get your fans they really want to keep you there yeah, yeah, at the yeah. point when they discovered you yeah and so that's what they want to hear and if you you know, after years of doing that, and you feel like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I want to explore. I want to evolve. And they don't like, like evolve, that. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you do something different. It's really hard for them to accept that. Okay. So, okay. and... Um, That's still the case. Still the case. Okay. Even even more so, I, oh. I feel nowadays. Oh. Yeah, it's it's really... But yeah, it, hey... Can't please everyone. No, and do that's um, you want, yeah. that's rule number one. You know, um, you can't please everyone, you, but you gotta think of yourself. And I feel that if you do the same thing over and over and over again, it's then it's becoming work. That's becoming work. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's it's it feels like standing still. Yeah. You know, and yeah. Um, so yeah, you have to sometimes take the risk and uh, and say, sorry, I may may you know put out a track that you don't really like, no. but. We'll talk in six months. Yeah. <laughs> I have those moments as well. You know, exactly. we talked about punk, and punk was punk was definitely not accepted at first by my true okay, trans friends. Let's, yeah. let's talk about music. Yeah, uh, we we start with uh, we start then with your own uh, productions. So, right. No, we, okay. we mentioned uh, uh, System F. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, Guriella, uh, can you take us back to that moment? You 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 said Thijs and you were like friends, uh, but but he was from Bre- Breda. How, how? Yeah, but. Uh, 
uh, Chester was working in this record store, uh, Basic Beat, oh, here in Holland, yeah, oh, in, right. in Rotterdam. Yeah. And that's the one of the record stores I, I used to go to buy my records. Yeah, of course. So, um, so you know, we, we met up there many times, always the Friday afternoon. He was there knowing, so like I, was, I was going there for a certain type of music. And yeah, there was no word trend, but I was looking for that sort of Frankfurt type of me- melodic yeah, 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 kind of sw- early Sven Fate stuff, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and he knew exactly what I was looking for. He always gave me the, the exact okay. tracks, you know, that I was looking for. And he told me later, like, yeah, you were one of the few guys that was actually looking for that specific music. And, you know, that's the music he liked as well. Yeah. So we had an instant click. And... Um, yeah, he started having his, uh, his, his, his like a, he was breaking through as a DJ in Holland, doing all the Chester solo gigs and whatever. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, at some point we said like, you know what? I, I had out of the blue at the time, yeah, of course. So I was like, hey, why don't we just do something okay. together? You, you the DJ, yeah. You know, I'm the producer. producer yeah. So that's how we, uh, how we, we made Gorilla. Yeah, and he was, uh, yeah, it was, it was in your studio, and he was like, "Oh no, I want this sound." Or, or, or. yeah, I mean, you know, I, I was sitting there as the producer. He was yeah. as uh, he, his input came from the dance floor, if yeah. you will. And yeah, uh, yeah it's it was really cool. I I presented them melodies. He said like, "Hey, maybe in the arrangement, take the kick out here, you know, this and that." So it was a it was a cool sort of yeah um, yeah very inspirational sort of vibe going on. Yeah, so we did three. Releases under that name and uh, as is, yeah yeah that's great yeah, yeah and 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 well during that time I think you played at a lot of uh, the same gigs yeah, yeah 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 because I soon after that I I started like I said earlier my yeah. my, my DJ career took off as well so um, yeah I had quite a lot of shows with him together as well where we travel together and yeah. stuff so, it was so fun. You, you guys uh, have contact. You know, of course, busy, he, he lives in the States now yeah, and, yeah. you know, sort of like lost lost touch a bit. I, of course, we, we run into oh, yeah. each other at, at yeah. the festivals and hang out a little bit there. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah. And then punk. Yeah, for me, that's, uh, well, that's, well, there are all classics. Uh, but punk for me, because then I was working at the radio station already. And uh, I was just talking to somebody explaining what's so magic about punk which is hard to explain because it's so basic but it's it has this energetic uplifting i don't know yeah there's a sort of funk to it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well that's a cool thing because i when i made the track i made it in four hours okay yeah so because i think everything that that you feel with that track was building was my momentum yeah yeah, you know i i felt it i put it there and mix it down bang that was the track Oh, you know, wow. it was really, really quick. Are uh, you the Are you the guy who says digital? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm doing the digital punk oh, too. That's yeah. your own voice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but so it was it, quite different. It wasn't. It wasn't. Well, you, you can't call it trends. No, not at all. I mean, no. but this was like, so sort of like the, at the end of. For me, yeah. the, the, that first big trans wave, yeah. and it was around the time when um, this thing, this yeah, this new sound from Germany came up. You know, uh, Storm, it's time to burn. You know, yeah. those, those tracks, like that that darker sort of 
German sound yeah. and uh, with with the electro some domination uh, of yeah, course yeah, you know yeah, yeah, uh, that, that yeah. type of stuff and again coming from that soul show moment uh, period right mm-hmm. that early electro yeah not electro house but electro right sound yeah. that sound yeah that was already something that I, I I really liked from an early age from the 80s so I was like okay I hear that there and I want to make a yeah. track that that could fit that sort of stuff because I, I want to play these tracks more in my sets as well so I yeah I, I was going through my uh, my sounds and I stumbled up you know upon this monophonic sound which is when you play one note and you you play the second note after that the sound you don't hear the two notes no. but it jumps to the next well, note right yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's why punk the bass is the same sound oh, yeah, as the the top oh, melody it just jumps back to the yeah, bass yeah, note yeah, yeah, yeah. so whenever i lift my lifted my finger from the the, the higher note it jumps back to the bass note. So that's why I get... Ladies and gentlemen, it's so easy to ride a hit. It is, it is. One finger, DJ one finger, that's me. <laughs> oh, that's great. But yeah, so sometimes you have these lucky moments. You know? Yeah. And um, yeah, so, right. but yeah, like I said earlier, the Africa Mabata stuff, all that yeah, electronic yeah, hip hop, yeah, that's, that's is, why yeah. it has that sort of yeah. the 80s breakbeat in the middle. Yeah. I just love that stuff always. So uh, yeah, it was, it was just a, like a bit of a freak record. Yeah. And can you still mention one or two of your own productions or remixes that you are well really proud of still? Um, I did a track called Beautiful. Which is uh, one of those tracks, for me, you know, the, the melody is amazing. Uh, and and the, the, the way that track came about. Uh, because... The, uh, the the vocals in Beautiful are actually from a uh, from another song on that same album, which was a, like a real house song. So the the, okay. the 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 vocal is actually so it's a the, sort of remix actually. In a way, yeah, yeah, weird. But the vocal of Beautiful is actually a small part of a bigger song, <gasps> as a house song yeah, on the yeah. same album. But I took that vocal and I ran it through like a like like this thing here. Um, the synth, the Roland synth? synth, synth. Yeah, and you can actually sort of sample something in there and and uh there's a there's a feature in it where you can can make it sort of like robotic yeah yeah transpose it a bit or more yeah yeah. so it's not like a normal vocoder but it's it's you can play different notes while the vocal while the vocal is still uh singing but you make the melody different and uh that's what i did with uh with that part of everything is beautiful and uh just jamming a bit in a way, yeah, and I, yeah. I found that like, you know, la- layering that that vocal, yeah, and I was like, wow, plus the melody, so yeah, and it's also when I started to like incorporating this sort of electro attitude, mm-hmm. like the the gritty, grindy yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. with beautiful with trans mel- yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. beautiful trans melodies. So if you listen to beautiful, it's like very distorted and rough the sound wise but the melody is very trancy and yeah, epic yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. so you know so having it's, it's like the combination of gorilla and punk in a way yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. so uh yeah that's one and yeah I've, for the other stuff i'm I'm really proud of I, I guess we have to really fast forward to sort of like around now um two years ago i i released this album called blueprint yeah which is you know it was very personal uh yeah, yeah. It, it it was something that i had I wanted to do that already, something like that, for a long time, which is uh, like a like a real story. Yeah. You know, many people say like, oh, I put my album out and it's a story. 
but it's just a collection <laughs> of music. Yeah. This was literally a story where with a narrated voice, um, you know, it, this was inspired by uh, by Jeff Wayne's War of the World. You know, the, the, yeah. the actual story yeah. Yeah. that we wrote a whole new sci-fi story for this. It begins with a sound echoing from the depths of space, endlessly repeating. We couldn't help but listen. And it was made in this studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So, plus in the in the US, yeah, the, yeah. The, some of the vocals were uh, recorded there. Uh, having Campbell Scott, the actor, uh, doing the voiceover, and um, yeah, it was just really cool just to do something like a concept, a concept thing. Yeah. You know, especially now, this day and age with Spotify, here two tracks, seconds, tracks, tracks, uh, yeah, skip, yeah, skip, yeah, skip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you hear a voice, or you hear like a story. You kind of want to know what's next, right? Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah. Ah, let's yeah. see if I can sort of like break that thing a little. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it, it was a, it was a, a passion project for sure. Yeah. All right, and then uh, five of your favorite floor fillers. Five favorite floor fillers. <laughs> Sounds great. Wow. Um, so I can imagine more, more the the the, the beginning then the well the the, the early nineties. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What were records that well that 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 you of course buy uh, bought mm-hmm. and, and and played and and. So this is really difficult. Just from the top of my head right now, five floor fillers. Okay, uh, we start with one. Um. <clears throat> okay, going back to my first clubbing days, the tr- one of the tracks where the whole club really freaked out, I think, was um, Anastasia. Yeah, T ninety nine. T ninety nine. That was one of those yeah. insane, crazy tracks, especially because they sampled an orchestra. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. oh you know, like <laughs> it's so bad if you hear it now. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It is. But then, yeah, no one had done that. No. It was just that sound was just like so overwhelming. I remember that. And the yeah. beginning, of course, music maestro, please. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah def- definitely okay. one of those crazy ones. Uh, yeah, one that really blew my mind was I, I mentioned earlier, eight hundred eight. Yeah, eight hundred eight state. I mean, um, cubic. Uh, that sound. Yeah, for me, like, I, I actually thought that the building would collapse. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what ha- what's happening is like. It felt like someone was just putting his finger on a guitar and plug, <laughs> uh, 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 you know. Like that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I was like, what's happening? So yeah, that's definitely another one. And you played that as a DJ as well? Or what? No, I wasn't really DJing no, no, yet. No, no. no. Before, uh, okay. That was Ferry the Clubber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you're almost there. Uh, yeah. Fast forward to now, eh? to like mid, mid, let's say 10 years ago <laughs> instead of 20. Yeah. Jeez. Um, ah, man. There's, yeah. so, there's so many good ones. I mean, my push, Universal Nation, definitely as a trans track for me is definitely one. almost like a Ferry Corson track. Yeah, it was the same era. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, but it was, it, the, that track had this very simple melody and a certain emptiness. 
in it. Yeah. But at the same time, it felt really warm and full. Yeah, full. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, another track that really that I I actually played a lot in my set, and it was around the time when I started going into that more direct that more that electro stuff was uh, Vitalik La yeah. Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Very aggressive sort of song. Yeah, and it's building up and building down, up. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Amazing track. But you played this? I played, yeah. Yeah. I played that. Oh, when wow. I was just, you know, hovering between trends and, and, and the more electro type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So, but the sheer aggression that's in that track oh, is man. just insane. Yeah. So okay, the last one, uh, and it's just tomorrow you will pick uh, other five. I'm, I'm sure. I, I'm I know sure. That's for I, I. I know how it works in the, the tracks that are just going. I guess also our, our our conversation right now puts me back in that mindset of like back in the day. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think Dread Around, Hell Bob was another track. I love the the fact that it's so minimal. Yeah. And it, it carries on with that melody. And do you know uh, when you heard it uh, at first? Um. Yeah, I think I actually played it when I did my first Inner City, uh, oh. and it was a, it, it just came out. I think it may have been one of the tracks that Chester gave me. Yeah, <laughs> in the store. Yeah, could, but could, was could that well the Inner City where Chester was playing as well? Yeah, he played yeah, it yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, yeah, that was like well in Holland one of the first big gigs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, but that, that track, I, I love the minimalism of it, and you hear that type of minimalism in a way again now in 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 techno. You know, it's yeah. like it gets so melodic, yet it's still techno, and yeah. and that's what I love about where that this uh, where that genre is headed now. Yeah. Do you sometimes still play that music for your own or in your set or? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, every once in a while I like to drop one of those old old tracks, you know, just to yeah, just get that ah sort of moment on the dance floor again, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. cuz I feel everyone's just so focused on always the new, new thing, always right? new, yeah, always yeah, new yeah, yeah. and and so many of of these amazing gems from back in the day just get forgotten. Yeah. You know, and it's when you drop one of those, it's just like, whoa! I can't believe you displayed that, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's always, it's always great to. If they know, because I, I think if you play uh, Vitalik now, I don't know if there are a lot of people who are saying, hey. That that's true. That is true. But, but hey, it's still insane. Uh, and that track actually maybe by just playing it, maybe inspiration for, you know, a young clubber out there who's making music now. Yeah. So, you know, and he he can he can get just get inspired by that. You know. Is there for you? Um, like a like a kind of a signature in every tech you, uh, track you made. Uh, sometimes I like to say I don't have that, but I know I have. The, it's just the way I produce, mm -hmm. and uh, people that really analyze my music, they always they always find it in a way. I mean, I I really thought that I when I did punk. Yeah, that's, a, that's the best example. Yeah, punk is one of those tracks that I, I wanted to do something so different that was, in my mind, not recognizable. Fair Nobody yeah. uh, will ever notice e that it's Philip yeah. Carson. Even put it out on white label okay. and, and we we, uh, we send it to different people. Um, <laughs> and they uh, immediately said, hey! Yeah, and then there was uh, <laughs> there was this guy, Dick de Groot, who's a, an A&R here in Holland, yeah. one, of, one of the record labels. He, um, he said, I think it's Ferry. Because he somehow figured out by the drum, drum programming or the mixing that it 
Yeah. Or the way oh, you, my, have no, you have no idea what it is. It's more like. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what it is. I mean, in my melodies and my chord progressions, I know it's very. Everyone always says, like, oh, that's such a fairy track. Yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, and it's funny you mentioned uh, you called it System F because you work really systematic. And of course, well, house music, electronic dance music is always a bit systematic. But well, I think in, 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 in your case, it's really. Uh, well, it's not always clean, but it's. Yeah, it's a good sound. Mm-hmm. It's it's, it's uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's a certain way of working, and, yeah. and and you know, yeah, it feels comfortable. Yeah, yeah. So you 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 go back to that. Yeah, great. And then the question: uh, Holland is a really small country. Uh, why are our dance music and our DJs so successful all over the world? I always like to think that it's in the water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you know, seriously, I I, I think it's um, it's. It's what we what we are surrounded by. I feel. I mean, that's maybe not so much now, but when I started, like uh, the UK had a, had a very recognizable UK sound, mm-hmm. and and still to a certain degree. But there was the Scandic guys with their pop sound, mm-hmm. and you had the Germans with their sort of techy like industrial industrial uh, yeah. take and then you had like belgium and the french guys with their sort of like daft punky disco yeah, vibe yeah, you know yeah. so and and we're just smack in the middle and we pick a little oh. bit from everything and just put it into our own you know our own world with the crazy little country that we are with our quirky ideas about yeah, things yeah, you know yeah. and um, i really think that that's it and you know the later generations uh, you know, for example, I think second wave of guys like a Hardwell and people yeah. like that. You know, they they started bringing in that sort of uh, Caribbean vibe. Uh-huh. You know, and Chucky, yeah. and yeah, 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 so yeah. And that became like the new Dutch sort of sound. So we've always had our own sort of thing mixed with. We're like with, a with melting pot from around uh, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's how, that's what I think, and you know, and we're a small scene, so we always see each other everywhere, hanging yeah. out at festivals. So hardworking. Hardworking. I think the whole, uh, well, what, what what you have and 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 Armin and Chesto, you you guys are still three normal guys, uh, <laughs> but you are like world stars. So yeah. And that's that's I think it's really a Dutch thing as well. It is. It is. Yeah. We have the saying: just uh, stay normal. You're crazy. You're crazy enough already, right? That's, yeah. That's still. I, I think that still goes for. But is there something like a Dutch DJ? Do do you know how other DJs look at the Dutch DJs? Uh, have they have they something in common or? Mo- the, what I've heard most over the years is you guys, you Dutch guys, are always uh, so professional and you're yeah. always so approachable yeah. Yeah, 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 as yeah. well. You know, where a lot of guys have this like uh, don't want to deal with the fan stuff or whatever. That's what I've heard. Yeah. You guys, you guys are always so approachable and and. You know, yeah, you can you can just have a conversation with you guys, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's never awkward. And I think it is, and it was, uh, but it still is uh, very nice to well, sometimes when you're programmed at a festival, to see some uh, guys from your own country. Absolutely, yeah. You know, as small as we are, as you say, you know, you go to a festival and half of the lineup is Dutch. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's incredible. That's yeah. Funny, yeah. <laughs> uh, how has the musical landscape changed in the in the last years? Mm. <clears throat> I feel, and and that's my personal observation, that um, apart from a few people that stick out their necks and bring something new, mm-hmm. the majority is just uh, the 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 the. How can I say? 
the acceptance of doing something different and and wanting to try to be mm-hmm. different is is way less than before. Okay. Yeah, I feel you know right because now because it isn't the wild west anymore. It's business, so do yeah. whatever. We and everything think, uh, yeah. everything is so accessible. All the software is accessible. Yeah, for, but well, for, for people, that's uh, that's a reason to make other stuff. Exactly, but sample packs are yeah yeah yeah. Are, are, oh, sorry, you know, yeah so people yeah. who don't have that yeah, 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 yeah okay thing they they you know they go to the sample packs and it's all all pre-produced yeah. you know bass loops melody loops yeah. drum loops and to put it together Plug and, and it, play yeah and you know all those sample packs are based on what's hot right now and everyone who has like a hot record there's like a <laughs> there's like a million people that start like okay this one track comes out right now it's a hit tomorrow. I can guarantee you that next week I will have like 150 copycat sounding yeah. tracks. You yeah. know? So everyone's just like trying to do, to make the track that's hot right now. And like even A&R's right now, for example, they say like, oh yeah, but it doesn't sound like that. No, we, we wanna, Back in the day, it was like if, you, if one record was successful and you would, let's say, sample the lead sound of that track and you make your own track, you would get blasted. Mm-hmm. It was unacceptable. Yeah, and now yeah. it's, you know, people get, people, yeah. get confused if it doesn't sound like wow. something and that's the big difference hmm. yeah and i'm not sure if we should be proud of that no not at all no exactly not at all. so yeah but how do you see the future then of, of well edm yeah i don't know it's just uh because it's becoming mainstream that's yeah. uh well that, well that was uh, well in the 90s already with with kind of well commercial mm-hmm. euro house things uh yeah i don't i don't know where it goes where well, it will go i mean is it going to get a bit more uh, exciting again? I, I'm sure it's just as exciting for a new, n- a new generation that comes up right mm-hmm. now as it was for me at the yeah. time. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. just like I said, it was my personal ob- observation of how I see that evolve, of how I've seen that evolve. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I also see that that the software that's out there right now is getting crazier and crazier. So there is, there is, there are possibilities. There are possibilities. To, to it's just a mind. Yeah. It's just a mindset. Yeah. Okay. And, so, uh, uh, w- uh, uh, I think, and I hope uh, a lot of listeners are uh, from a young age who, well, uh, didn't even exist when the, uh, we were talking about the, the begin nineties. Uh, what will you say to them if they have an ambition to be a DJ or a producer? Same thing as I told myself: follow your passion. You know, go for it. Uh, but with the exception that, don't just. Don't follow the rules. Don't try to make the record that's big no. already because that big record is already there. Yeah. And, you know, try to, to come up with uh, with something that gives you your signature self and your your, your own face, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, and yeah, don't don't be afraid. No. You know, the haters on social are just uh, the haters. Yeah. Nothing more. It's just <laughs> a line of text, you know. <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah, go for it. Uh, do you still have any goals uh, you would like to achieve? Yeah, I... I I would love to get deeper into film scoring. Okay. Yeah, I just had my first uh, film done. Um, came out uh, beginning of this year. It's called Don't Go. It's an Irish-American movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, that, that score was just such... So inspirational, you know, just to, to, to compose music to picture. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, to... Okay, nice. So I know, uh, but you, uh, of course, know uh, Junkie XL yeah. is really into that. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. yeah, he moved to the to the to LA and he's like, doing that fully now. Yeah, amazing what he's doing and the stuff that he's doing is incredible. Okay, yeah. but it's just that that whole 
that whole thing is uh, yeah, it's really. But that in combination as you as Ferry Corsten, the producer, and yeah, 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 for sure, for yeah, now, yeah. for yeah. now. But you know, Ferry, the touring DJ, will not always stay. You know, I mean, eventually there will be a time when I slow down, and yeah, yeah. And it would be great to just have that sort of avenue uh, going for myself, which uh, which I'm, I'm sort of like working on right now. I'm also uh, stepping into like the world of classical uh, neoclassical type of uh, electronic weird stuff so just as a side project it's it's just really cool to do experimenting Um, yeah yeah, and and you know experimenting and and by experimenting giving myself inspiration to take back into my own music yeah yeah, so it's it's just yeah it's uh it's something that's really intriguing for me right now so yeah Okay, uh, last things. Um, how do you think people in the future will look back on EDM? If we, for, well, uh, let's get uh, 100 years uh, from here <laughs> yeah. or something, and they, they are watching or listening, and... and no, they probably look at us like those early explorers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, 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 music is just evolving, equipment is evolving, technology is evolving, right? It's, it's only going to get more... more um, I can say like a hybrid of acoustic stuff yeah. versus versus electronics. Yeah. So uh, God knows what's going to be in five years, let alone hundred years. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, if I look, like say, let's say, okay, skip the hundred years. Let's yeah. let's. If I would look back at or yeah. us, right, if we look back at like twenty or twenty five years ago, and, well, we, look, and yeah. we look at those records and we think like, wow, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's amazing yeah, what it's was amazing. already done then. Yeah. Um, so I, I think they can, you know, they can really back, look back at a, at an amazing sort of period right now where so much music is coming out, good and bad. Yeah. You know, but it's yeah, there's a there's an amazing world out there. Yeah. How do you want to be remembered? Yeah, good one. Um, Besides a great father and a nice, <laughs> person and, yeah. and but 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 the artist very Corsten. The artist very Corsten. Um, yeah, I would like I would like to to be remembered in hindsight now seeing what i've done yeah. it's like the one that pushed the boundaries a bit yeah yeah that well, would be that would be great yeah well, <laughs> well i can shake your <laughs> hand now because you did <laughs> <laughs> nice one <laughs> yeah thank you very much you too man thanks it was a pleasure uh thank you so much for sharing your stories uh more episodes of uh, this uh podcast coming up uh, share this among your friends and if you have any questions feel free to contact me i think uh, twitter is the most handiest at giels that's g-i-e-l-s Thanks for listening and thanks for your time, Ferry. Thank you too, man. Thanks, thanks. for coming over. Leuk, man. Ja, heel Top. leuk. Ja. Heel leuk. Echt, uh... Leuk. Yeah. That means uh, nice or entertaining. So for the non-Dutchies, you've learned a new uh, word <laughs> because it was pretty leuk. Thank you so much, Ferry Corsten. Thank you for listening. Uh, feel free, like I said, to comment anything. Uh, I would like to build a classic house playlist uh, for next year with 2020. So more than 2000 house classics. Tips, welcome. Uh, they sound great here in the studio. Thank you so much. KRK, uh, the new G4, G4 Rocket Studio Monitor. They uh, sponsored this. Next episode, DJ Chucky. 